Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. Jim, I'm excited. You're excited. Let's have an exciting show. The Pirates not only swept the Colorado Rockies coming into the Cincinnati Reds series, but they just completed the four-game sweep against the Reds as well. Seven in a row, baby. I got my Pirates jersey on. Let's do I know. It. I'll say you you never you never put the pirates gear on. Here you are. You it's know, time to break it out. Fifteen and seven, Fairweather fan Donardo over here. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say fifteen and seven? Because the pirates are sixteen, 16 and seven. Sixteen and seven. You're right. Um absolutely incredible week of baseball. I think it was on on Starbucks we talked about how these seven games this week the Pirates had an opportunity to rack up a few wins. And when I said that, I meant like maybe they could go five and two. Here we are, seven and oh week. Yeah, Vince Velasquez, holy crap. I, I mean, we'll talk a lot more about him, but they're just winning in, in like every way imaginable. Um, you know, the Rockies series, they were just blowing them out. This series... You just have solid pitching, timely hitting. Um, none of the games were, I mean, every game was a nail biter. You know, they, they won those two one run games and two two run games. So some close games between the Pirates and the Reds in this four game series, but they're able to take all four. Just outstanding baseball being played right now all around. It's just quite amazing. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm just taken back and like we internally talked are the pirates good? Like how much of this do you want to fall into and believe how much of it is just small sample early season? I know it's bad teams, but again, like this is what good teams do to bad teams. And like, also it's baseball, right? I mean, like last year, the pirates swept the Dodgers. It's, it's hard to win. It's not just easy. It's not just like, Oh, it's a bad team. So you should just go here and sweep them. That's what the pirates have done back to back times, seven straight games. They've won right now as uh as pit city. What? says pitching has been unbelievable and you're right i mean i know yesterday's didn't qualify as a quality start but it's because rich hill pitched five one earned so it doesn't get labeled as it but i mean is this like the 13th this would have been like 13 in a row quality starts if that did which that was probably one of the better starts in that stretch of games too yeah uh the pitching has been outstanding and i mean we just keep harping on it like when you can get good starting pitching like this, it just makes things so much easier for your bullpen. It lines you up so much better. I mean, today there was no gap. We talk about the gap, right? The bridge. There was no bridge between Velasquez and Holderman and Bednar. Like Velasquez went seven and then that went immediately to Holderman and Bednar. So you had the guys that you wanted to pitch in the situations that they wanted, that you want them to pitch in. And and yeah, like when you're doing that, when you're getting the type of pitching that you're getting, it doesn't really matter if your offense has some cold spells like they have these past few games. 
right. you're going to be in a position to win all of these ball games. And the bullpen was outstanding this whole series. The starting pitching was outstanding this whole series. And uh, yeah, those two groups really, uh, I mean, they, they won this series for the Pirates because the offense kind of was a little sluggish the entire series. Minus Connor Joe, apparently, who is just one of the best baseball players in the planet. Well, he comes in today and draws a walk and has a nice another nice play defensively, you know, off the wall. But mm-hmm. back to that, yes, like this, the offense has been sluggish, but I think that speaks a lot to this team. Like they're just finding all kinds of ways to win. That's what we're talking about. It's not as if the offense is way ahead of, you know, the pitching and you know, like the Colorado series. Which, by the way, I mean, the pitching was good in that series. Also, it's just the offense exploded that you didn't, you know, look too deep when they only scored two, three, four runs or whatever. But the pitching was still there. But offensively, right. of course, yeah, they just exploded in this series. The offense hasn't been there, but the pitching's picked them up. They said, fine, then we got to win this in a, a one or two, you know, win lead, lead win, and, and do so. And like that's what the pitching has done. Going with the starters. And yes, today was a huge, huge start for Vince Velasquez. Not just the fact that he pitched like a Cy Young pitcher, but for the fact, like you said, he went seven to like he cracked the six inning mark, went seven. So it was just Holderman and Bednar, you know, I tweeted today about the bullpen and like the bullpen is actually one of the better units as a whole. When you look at like the numbers in uh in major league baseball, but much of that is because of the starting pitching, the starting pitching has made the bullpen so much better because before today, Bednar and Horderman has thrown 26% of all innings pitched by the bullpen. So that's up even more now, you know, I mean, they're doing a great job of the starters getting to those two guys, like you just mentioned. So the, the, the parts that aren't that good in this bullpen have just not been exposed. Yeah, and, and you're going to be able to to hide your bullpen problems when when your starting pitchers are pitching the way they are. Because if, if you're getting six, seven out of these guys every day, you don't have to pitch the guys that you don't want pitching in big opportunities and big opportunities. Like you can you can hide people. Um, and you can stick with your, with your horses. And that's, what's been happening this whole week. I think, you know, Will Crow's pitched one game in the last like eight days. Uh, Dowry Moretta's pitched one game, I think in the last seven days. So like, they're really just sticking with Stevenson, Holderman and Bednar. I mean, that's, that's what they're doing. Um, and then yesterday, you know, big, big opportunity that Underwood and, uh, Ramirez stepped up in, but yeah, for the most part, this, the starting, I mean, the starting pitching is a story because it's just, it's just making things so much easier for the bullpen. Right. Yes. I, I can't, I can't speak enough for the starting pitching, just tremendous turnaround from where this team was last year to this year. And that regards, well, I mean, everywhere, but just the fact the innings are getting out of the starters and how much that has made everyone else better. So let's, let's talk about Vince Velasquez. Yep. Outstanding performance today. Just he looked so good. There was that moment that stretched those two batters. He had those back-to-back walks in. He started feeling a little bit uneasy because like it's still Vince Velasquez. Let's keep in mind. There was a reason why that hype video came out and everyone trolled the pirates for doing it. And now we're getting trolled by the pirates because he's good, apparently. <laughs> like you think about that one bad outing he had this year which he labeled and said, like, hey, like my ankle, right? He had the ankle issue, and everyone, mm-hmm. of course, went off. Oh, of course, here's his excuse. Just, just be quiet. Don't – whatever. It's since then, Jim, what, it's been three earned runs in 19 innings pitched? 
just and all three came yeah, in the one game. Right shut out, shut out game since then. Today again goes seven today. Ten strikeouts. We talked about those two walks came back to back. The only two walks he had, and then just two hits. Just a master class. Yeah, I mean he was he was absolutely outstanding. Um, seven innings, he gives up two hits, no runs, just the two walks, and ten strikeouts. So the guy's been great. He picks up his third win of the year. This is his yeah his third like really good start in a row. Um, he was I, that slider today. Like the slider today was really good. Um, he had 15 swings and misses, you know, throughout the entire day. Like he was, he was out pitching Hunter green, uh, for, you know, the entire start, which Hunter green looked really, really good. Also had a good too. start. Right. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he was heavy on the slider through 49 sliders, 41 fastballs and, uh, yeah, 10 swings and misses on that slider today. So, uh. Yeah, and he was locating it perfectly. Uh, just, just all around great command. It reminds me, like we talked about the, this the last time Velasquez went out too. Like the stuff is good. There's a like you have to have good stuff to strike out ten batters in a game. It's just a matter of like his command has typically just been just inconsistent. And now we're seeing three straight starts where he's shown good command with his with his plus stuff, and the results have been excellent. I mean. It, has he turned it around? Is this the Velasquez we can expect for the rest of the year? I have no idea, but you know, it's fun to watch him right now. I think he falls in line with how you're viewing the Pirates in general. Yeah, yep. is this the way? Like, is he good? Are the Pirates good? I don't think anyone can expect this from the Pirates the rest of the way. I don't think anyone can expect this from Vince Velasquez the rest of the way. But I think what you're debating is, can he be good? Is this the way you're talking about. I mean, the Pirates aren't going to be winning 120 some games this year, but are they decent? Are they good? Is 500 in play this year? Like, like it's, I want to see more out of Vince Velasquez, like this whole team, because I don't know, maybe there's something with Vince Velasquez. Uh, I tweeted out there yesterday after Ronzi start, right? Where he was very slatter heavy and looking at Ronzi. And of course some of his in jest, but you start to think as like, is, is this, is Ronzi turning into Chris Archer before our eyes? And, you know, I talked and mentioned about his slider, how good it is. It was like the, I think the top of my head, good like the 10th best pitch in, Huh? Good Chris Archer. Good Chris. Yes. Yeah. Good, good Chris Archer. Um, to Vince Velasquez, same thing. Very slider heavy. His best pitch in baseball is the 57th best pitch right now. Negative four runs. That's before today's start. So I'm sure that's going to improve tomorrow even further. But uh, yeah, like with Vince Velasquez, there's, there's things you like here. Can it remain consistent? I think is his biggest challenge and obstacle to be a good pitcher. But so far, so far, good pitcher. So far, good pitcher. And uh, today, in fact, uh, game score of 81, you know, the Bill, the Bill James game score, which is his second best start of his entire career uh, behind his 16 strikeout shutout that he had back in 2016. Obama administration. I was just going to say. Since yep. the Obama administration. <laughs> right. Yes, Vince Velasquez. And by the way, that, that is one thing we deferred. You know, as Timothy says here, didn't Alex Dumb say he believed in Velasquez? And there was things, you know, 
the Pirates saw, whatever they saw in Velasquez, they wanted him. Okay, you know, his offseason, we're like, all right, I'll defer, we'll wait and see. There's one thing, I know I've been critical on Oscar Marine, you have as well, me more, but if there's one thing that Oscar Marine has absolutely done, for the most part, it's, it's bringing in guys like Vince Velasquez, who you have some doubts on, or who's this guy going to be, and turning him into pretty decent pitchers. So, I don't know. Is this Charrington, once again, work with Oscar Marine, some veteran pitcher coming in that you're like, I don't know, and turning him to a decent pitcher? Maybe we're going to find out. Yeah, I mean, we'll find out. I mean, you still have to kind of take a step back and say, this was the Reds. But this is now three straight starts in a row that he's right. put up a really, really good performance. So, you know, obviously, it's I think it's still too early to make any judgments on, on anything that's going on right now because it's all just so exciting and confusing at the same time. But, um, yeah, and so far, Vince Velasquez has outperformed, I think, everyone's expectations. Uh, and if he can, if he can give you just that serviceable starter, you know, serviceable to good starting pitcher, uh, that, that he's been the, the, these last two weeks, it's going to make for an interesting decision, like come deadline time. Like, what do you do? Like, do you, do you trade him? Like, I mean, this is, this is way ahead, but like, if this team keeps winning, and you have Ortiz and Priester dominating AAA, and you're like, hey, maybe I can get something for Velasquez here and call up these guys. I have no idea what's going to happen, but it's exciting. Um, Velasquez is just, yeah, the best I've seen him. I mean, he's been in the league for a while. It's it's the best that we've seen him in a really, really long time. Yeah. If not ever. Definitely getting ahead of yourself right now. Definitely getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> you just told me to like like chill out on the Velasquez talk, and now you're talking about the trade deadline. Chill so out. Let's reel both of us when back in right now. Yeah, chill out when we're in first place and we're buyers at the trade deadline. You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting discussion. Correct. <laughs> Listen, though, this is where the pirates have us right now. I mean, I'm perplexed. I knew and felt very comfortable this team was gonna be better this year, but not to this level. And I get it's small sample, but it is, it is April 23rd. We're talking about the 16 and 7 Pirates. It's a great story. Vince Velasquez today, again, turned in an outstanding performance, his third win on the season. Um, I, I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, After I mean, Vince Velasquez, those... I mean, we talked about Holderman and Bednar a little bit. Do you want to dive into them some more? Yeah, real quick, though, just, I mean, another just crazy, mind blowing stat that just kind of shows you how good this starting pitching has been and comparing it to last year. Um, this is from Bob Pompiani. Um, today was the 11th win by a Pittsburgh Pirates starter, starting pitching, uh, by a Pittsburgh Pirates starting pitcher. 11 wins. It's April 23rd. Last year, the Pirates didn't get a win out of their starting pitcher until May 9th. Right. <laughs> May 9th was win number one by a starting pitcher last year. And here we are with 11 on April 23rd, just that's wild. That's completely crazy. The turnaround in this rotation from this, from right now to this point last year. No, I agree. As much as the pitchers wins stat is dumb in the sense of, you know, the realm of like how good a yeah. pitcher is, mm -hmm. that stat is huge for the team right now. Cause it does, it, it demonstrates and shows a lot of why this team is winning the success we keep talking about like that's the reason why this bullpen is looking so good right now as a unit. 
So yeah, I, can't, just outstanding. I can't give enough credit to the starting pitching right now. I mean, they, they, you could argue this is the best part. This is the best starting pitching staff in baseball right now. Like you could, you could make the argument. Sure. <laughs> I, I think. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to hold I'm yeah, play I, on that one right now, but, uh, but they've been good. They've been good. Hashtag good for sure. What else we want to get into, man, today? Again, Horderman, you know, we talked about Velasquez. It was just a one-nothing game. Horderman came in, kind of did some Horderman things again. I'm, yeah. I'm seeing much of Horderman. He doesn't make things look easy, but so far he's come out looking successful at the end result. But today looking yeah. kind of shaky. He came back and fought big strikeout on India. Huge mm-hmm. strikeout on India. Yeah, big pitches and big situations. He's kind of putting himself into trouble, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, but so far the stuff has played and he's been able to to get out of the messes that he has made. Uh it was when was it two days ago was probably the best I think I had ever seen him on, on Friday night. But uh today a little shaky, but yeah, gets the job done, just like he's been been getting it done all year. What what is that now? That was his eighth hold of the season. Yes. So just that's incredible. April 23rd. Just that's incredible. And it's, uh, uh, I would imagine that leads, that's got to lead Major League Baseball, right? I would imagine so also. Uh, oh, you're talking about the team that has the third best, and that was before today, record in baseball. And he has eight of them, you know, so I, I could imagine. Second most wins, too, in all of baseball, most in the National League, Pittsburgh Pirates. Right now? Okay. There right you go. Now. Yeah. So. Holderman, like very successful so far, 1.64 ERA. He doesn't look as crisp, but he's getting the job done. And like you said, like huge situations. Yeah. Puts himself there, but he's getting out of them. And he's he's doing it. That it's not like some luck of some stupid player, or whatever. I mean, he's striking out some guys in big spots. So kudos to him. Speaking of yeah. the number eight, he turns eight holds, by the way, tied for most of the majors. So. Tied. Who yeah. who's with him? Just Brooks Rayleigh has eight for the Mets. Okay. All right. Well, there's that. There you go. But speaking of eights, turns it over to David Bednar, his counterpart. Once you know, through Horderman, Dave gives it to David. David has his eighth save on the year. Is that most in baseball? Uh, I think so. You're making me look, look it up. up. Again. David Bednar yeah. comes in, gives up, you know, a weak hit, does pitch it. A whole inning, weak hit, no walks, two strikeouts. As we keep saying. It is the most in baseball. Most in baseball? Perfect. Yep. Yeah, as we keep saying, like he just looks so damn good. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's kind of boring talking about David Bart Bednar. He's so good that it's just like, what do you have to say? He did give up a hit today, so I guess you can, you know, I guess there's a knock on him, but. Other than that, like it was just never in doubt. And, and that's kind of what he's been all year. He's been just locked down. When he goes in the game, you have 100% confidence that you're going to win. Uh, and today, it was just that, especially when they got that insurance run in the bottom half of the eighth. That was that was nice. That kind of settled things down a little bit. Uh, but yeah, his eighth save of the year leads the majors, and he has been outstanding so far. Just peak. Bednar as good as he can be. 
That's like, like there's not much to add. Like he's the fastball. The fastball's great. Curveball's great. Like he's just pitching excellent right now. And we know he has the confidence. Oh yeah. Like he just has the entire closer mentality. And when you're coming into Renegade, I mean, come on, Borna Yinzer coming into PNC Park to Renegade, you know that blood's going through. But yeah, yeah I mean, so for him, 11 innings on the year. He's got 14 strikeouts, just one walk, no home runs, 0.82 ERA. Pure dominance. 57% whiff rate on his fastball today. Um, I mean, for the year, like that that pitch is just – people can't hit it. People can't hit his fastball. It's got a negative four run value right now. He's thrown like nine innings. Eleven innings, yeah. Eleven innings, like <laughs> right. Just meanwhile, absurd. that was that was Velasquez's slider yeah. in his four yeah. starts previously to this. Yeah. So again, that's what we're talking about. That's how good his fastball is. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I guess let's Off- get into get into. I mean, well, how about this? How about this? Before we get into offense. Um, really cool moment, you know, today, Drew Maggi, who, you know, was kind of everyone's darling in spring training, just hustled, played well. People were like, you know, is Drew Maggi going to make this team? No, Drew Maggi wasn't going to make the team. He was never really going to make the team. But uh, yeah, Brian Reynolds goes on bereavement for today. He's expected to be back on Tuesday. So it's probably just a one day thing. Drew Maggi gets called up. He has zero major league at bats. He does have, I think, two days of major league service time, but no appearances in games. Really would have been cool to see him get in today's game, but it just the the, the situation never really came up to right. put him in. Um, so that's kind of a shame. You gotta imagine that like he goes back down Tuesday, also, you know, when Reynolds is back. But um yeah, I mean, just like, again, an outstanding, uh, just just a cool story. Like, hopefully, he gets another shot. You know, I I know where you're going with this for the story for him. For the I story, wish we would have yeah. had that bat today. Hopefully, it just he gets happen. another shot. Yeah, it was a one nothing game, and yeah, I made it two nothing very late at the end. But still, with that, it wasn't another opportunity provided for him to come into the game at that point in time for that bat. So, yeah, I don't know if he's going to get one now with uh, with Reynolds coming back. Maybe there could be, like, some delays in his flight and he can't make it to L.A. or <laughs> – I don't know. No, so, I mean, still I mean, still but, pretty yeah. cool. You, I mean, you just – I don't know. You, you, you look at all, like, those reaction videos and stuff, like, 33 years old. Dude's played 1,100 minor league games. Like, the guy's been grinding his whole life, doing what he loves. It's a cool story. It would have been it would have been cool to see him get in the game, but it just didn't work out. Like there just there wasn't really a chance to do it. Right. Yeah, but great story. Um, and like you said, you don't you never know. Maybe sometime later this year he will get an opportunity to get in there for the playoff pirates. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that said, do we want to get into the offense here today? Yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about there. Um, you know, I guess if we want to get into Jack Sawinski, uh, again, like the approach, just 
he's been he's been really good lately. He he draws two walks off of Hunter Green. He gets an RBI double in the eighth inning. He has been. He may. I mean, you could argue Jack Swinski has been this team's most valuable player to this point. Like, he's he's up there with like Connor, Joe, Kutch, and Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it came in like four at bats. But regardless, since that first home run, right of those four at bats, he has really turned it on. He looks different, um, and he's hitting the high fastball. I think that's a big thing for him as well. And like even today, fouled off a few times, ended up drawing the walk there. But yeah, like he's approaching, he's drawing walks, and that's something like he has that skill set. He's always going to get on base a pretty, pretty decent clip. It's just the contact that he can make and hit the ball. So I don't know, man. Like he seems to be polarizing the sense like when he gets hot, he's hot. When he's cold, he's cold. So I'm going to kind of defer. Like I still need to see things from him. Maybe he's hot right now. I mean, he is hot right now. But like, is this a total change or is this like his hot streak? And then in three weeks, we'll be talking about, "Mm, should Jack Swinsky be sent down? (laughs) So I kind of defer right now. It's good you're seeing this, but we've seen this before. That's just where I'm at. We've we've seen him be really hot before. I don't know if we've seen him just like command the strike zone like this before. Like I know he never really chased a lot, but I mean the guy's walking eighteen percent of the time. He's he's putting up good at bats. The strikeout rate is below thirty percent at least, which yeah, you know if you hit the ball really hard when you make contact, like it can you can you can get by with that. But yeah, just an outstanding week of baseball for Jack Sawinski. Um, you know, outstanding two weeks of baseball, I guess you could say. Uh, just and again, like he was, he was the best guy at the plate today for the most part, like top to bottom. For sure. No, he did look the best. I, I will say this: Key's looking much better at the plate as well lately. He had a big, big hit to start off today. Um, Almost had a very identical hit, which ended up being a flyout, you know, later in the game as well. Key's yep. looking different. Uh, I know there's a lot of bad luck we were talking about early on. I think things are starting to even out as well. Um, but he's certainly looking better. I don't really mind him as much in the leadoff spot, if that makes sense, and it's helpful also. Uh, I was very nervous and worried about him leading off. <laughs> but uh, so far in that spot, as he's been playing so far, pretty good. Yeah, I think I tweeted out his stats you know, leading off this year right after his double in the first inning. And yeah, I mean, he's hitting over 300. Mm-hmm. He's got an OBP like around 400. Like he's slugging 500. Like he's, he's playing very well in that leadoff role. So as long as he's comfortable there and he's hitting the ball, just, you know, stick him there. Let him, let him stay there. Uh, he, he seems to be very comfortable there right now. Go back. And that double almost went out. Like, Yes. He, it, was, it was two feet away from being a leadoff homer. It did. I think it was like 387 or something like that. It was, yeah. I mean, it was hit hard 105.7 and it was like 387 feet or something like that. But yeah, it was, it was right there. Um, let's actually tie that in again, talking about people that got to step up for Cruz when he went down. We talked about Castro stepping up. Mm-hmm. He was the one that actually replaced him. But Cruz, I'm sorry, but Hayes is more or less replacing like Cruz in that leadoff spot. And like you mentioned, he's doing that. So he's, He's really stepping up in that leadoff role when Cruz went down. Castro has been kind of stepping up, you know, in the actual position for Cruz. Um, and again, like, why is this team playing so well? And they've lost Cruz and they're already down Brubaker. Like the injury bug has kind of hit 
and they're still playing this well. It's because guys are stepping up, right? Next man up, and they're doing it right now. Yeah, and, and again, it's like a different. It's like a different person doing it every night. There's like there's like one or two people who are kind of leading that offense when it's not when it's not like one of those 14 run games in Coors Field where they're just everybody's just demolishing the ball. But like when it's these these tight, low scoring games, it's a different guy pretty much popping up every game who's 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 being the difference maker. And and like I said, today Swinski was a big difference maker. Um and and yeah, like that just I have, I'm almost speechless from how good this team is playing right now. It's it's crazy. Like today's game, like the offense did not look good. Like they were bad. And you have Vince Velasquez starting. And so you're like, man, we're just getting mowed down by Hunter Green. Like we're not going to win this game. Like that's how this game would have typically gone in the past. And here we are. We're discussing a 2 nothing win after Vince Velasquez just dominates. And the offense just comes up with – you know, big hits and big times while being pretty much anemic the rest of the game. Like, just a wild way that they're winning. And let's maybe touch on that a little bit. I think that's a huge difference, of course. A lot of it comes from the veterans. But just the way this team is, even like a game like this is a perfect example of it. When the offense just isn't clicking and putting up a bunch of runs. I mean, they're still not striking out. Although today they did. Today was like the biggest. I mean, there's 11 strikeouts on the day. You're facing Hunter Green. So this is like the first time I feel in a while where like it was just a bunch of strikeouts. We got to manufacture some things, but that's the stuff they're doing. Like they're playing small ball very well. Like what what they need to do to win, they're finding it. So just to kind of put out there, and I'll, it might have been kind of fluky, but that insurance run we talked about was huge. That I mean, it, they didn't need it in the grand scheme of things, but to have two runs instead of just one, that was started by Santana stealing second base. I mean, that was a huge stolen base by Santana to get there because then Sawinski is the one who drove him in to give that insurance run. I mean, had he not stolen second base, it's probably one nothing in or sorry, two to one. I'm sorry, yeah, one nothing. But um, I mean, yeah, Bednar probably still closes it out, but that makes Bednar's job a lot easier when it's a two-run game. But it's like those type of things, like they're stealing bases, they're hitting home runs, they're making contact, they're drawing walks, they're not striking out. It's just like this is a very, very complete team right now outside of, again, there's some shakiness in the bullpen, but that's not being exposed because of how good the starters are. But this is really a complete team right now. Yeah, I mean, good teams do the little things like day in and day out. <laughs> Veteranosity. Veteranosity. Yeah, that's a good adjective. But yeah, I mean, good teams do the little things that, and that's what, what gets them to rack up rack up wins because you know baseball is a weird game like no matter how bad you are you're going to lose a third of your games no matter no no matter how bad you are you're going to win a third of your games no matter how good you are you're going to lose a third of your games it's just like what you do with that other third determines whether or not you're a good team or a bad team and like i said it's those little things which they have been doing like especially late in games you're seeing them get a guy on base they're either stealing or they're bunting them over they're moving them over you know by by putting the ball in play to the right side and then they're just getting they're manufacturing runs late in games, which when you add that with how good the starting pitching has been, it it's just yeah, everything is just rolling right now. When the bats aren't there, the other stuff is working. When the other stuff maybe doesn't need to be working, the bats are there. Like just good baseball all around. It really is. And I want to bring this back up because Steven says, and this is something we said in the group chat while the game was going on. 
scoring the first inning helps win games. That's something they've been doing a lot of lately. It's also nice when your pitcher has to go out there. I, like I jokingly said it too, Oviedo start in Colorado. Like it must be a really good feeling to go out there and your team's up five nothing. Yeah. Now, obviously that's extreme, but any pitcher like today, even right, Vince Velasquez go out there, it's already one nothing lead. Like that's that's a really good feeling that you already have some cushion there. Team's already up. Go out there, do your job. Usually they keep scoring, but even today they didn't. We talked about you know all those good stuff they did, but yeah, that's been huge. I and mean, this team is getting out quickly, getting on the scoreboard as well. Yeah, I mean, the Pirates scored in the first inning in three out of the four games in this series. And then the game that they didn't score in the first inning, they scored in the second inning. So, like, yeah. they've jumped out to leads in all four games. And the second inning also has been a big – Colorado, I feel like they've scored, like, 20 of the 30 runs in that second inning <laughs> in yep. that three-game series. Yeah. I think there was one game where they scored, like, five and then four. So, it was, like, nine – it was, like, nine-nothing after two innings. and Right. You know, when it's nine-nothing after two innings, the game's pretty much over. Like, yep. Sweet sailing for the rest of the pitching. <laughs> yeah. But um, again, yeah, I just can't can't say enough like how complete for the most part this team looks right now. And again, that's that's why they're winning. There's everyone doing their job. That's it seems like this team's motto more or less is it's just it's such a great team. That's what they're doing. They're winning as a team. No yeah. egos. There's no like you guys have to rely on, or you know, it, it's it's not like as if you have well, you do, Connor Joe. It's like you have an Aaron Judge here, and it's like he can carry this team. No one's really carrying it. Everyone's doing their part. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. We haven't talked about like who, who if you, MVP. Go ahead and put your MVP in the comments there. Um, I mean, I think today you gotta think you gotta give know. it to, to get to give it to Velasquez, right? Um, the guy was just outstanding, but yeah, I mean, seven seven and zero against the Rockies and the Reds this week. And now you've got just, I mean, it, it, this should be a cool little measuring stick coming up to see like, all right, what's this team going to do now against a real team, right? And so they've got three games against the Dodgers, off day tomorrow, and then they've got Dodgers Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that should be a fun series. I mean, home series, hopefully PNC's rocking. You know, hopefully we get some fans out to those games, but uh yeah, that that's I'm really really interested in this series now, to just see how we stack up. For sure, for sure. Because then again, after that, you face the Nationals too, and you've already as you go back when you talked about these two series, like going five and seven would be huge. Four and three is all right. Face the Dodgers, have the Nationals. You can come out of you know April looking pretty good. They're sixteen and seven now. I mean, they're coming out of April regardless. Over five hundred no matter what happens going forward. Yeah. So again, it's pretty, well, I guess technically. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah. So <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. So again, if they face, if they take one out of two of the Dodgers, then you have the Nationals pretty good, but regardless, yeah, like Dodgers going to be a very, very good measuring stick. Then you have the Nationals. You have a chance of coming out of April looking and feeling very, very good. This team may is going to be a little more difficult as far as schedule goes. So I think now we're going to get into like, as people keep saying the real teams, right? We're going to start facing those now and uh, see what happens to the team. But again, it's April 23rd right now. The Pirates are 16 and seven. Great vibes. The team has great vibes. Keep it up. Enjoy what you're seeing. And we're going to find out if this team is really actually good or what's going on. But I can't wait to find out. 
Yeah, no, just an, an outstanding week of baseball. And uh, yeah, we're, a really fun Dodger series, hopefully on the horizon. Yes. And as they say, Oviedo, Rowanzi, and Keller scheduled. So you're facing the Dodgers with pretty much your top three guys that you want to with a day's rest. So that bullpen gets some extra help too. Another sweep? Another sweep, Denardo? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Hey, why not? Why not us? Right? <laughs> why not us? All right. I think that wraps it up as far as the post game stuff. So before we get out of here, just to kind of mention and plug it one more time. We'll be here for Starbucks tomorrow morning, I believe, right? Yeah. So we'll have our Starbucks. We'll talk more about general stuff tomorrow. Jim and I, uh, tomorrow also debuts our vlog. So our time in Bradenton, it's a four-part series. Part one does come out tomorrow. So check that out. As we said, Cody did a fantastic job on it. Really cool stuff. So there's that. Let's buck and go. <laughs> Why? What's up, Amanda? All right, let's head so, out of here. We out of here? All right. We out of here. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks for watching. See you later. See you guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.